What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogan. Bonjour. Bonjour to you as well. How are you this fine Sunday morning? All of my bones hurt. Oh, no. Because I attempted to do yoga for the first time in a long time yesterday. Mm. And I'm like, ow. (laughs) 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 This this was... Ill-planned. It's, it's not going as well as it's I not, it's, it, 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 I'm, I'm more out of shape we just than one would hope. We just started doing, like, trying to get back into a more consistent workout routine, and we started doing, like, push-ups every day. Oh, every morning God. And stuff. No, and thank it's just, you. Like, I used to be able to do, like, a pretty good, substantial number, and then I just keep falling off the wagon and then needing to get back on. And every time I have to restart, so I'm like, this is the last time I'm restarting. Because the first, like, day after doing them, I just, like, suddenly started, like, in the middle of the afternoon being like... Why does my chest hurt? <laughs> you <laughs> fool! <laughs> so I feel I feel your pain. We're going through the same thing. I don't right even now. think I can do one push up. I have zero upper body strength. The most I can lift is my Nintendo Switch controller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so I was, oh, we'll get into all that. So I saw I thought of something else we were talking about on our Discord, but we'll get to all of that because here at Team Chat Podcast, we like to talk about video games—the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. New episodes come out Tuesdays, nine AM Central Time. And you can listen to those on podcast services around the World Wide Web, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. You can also watch a video version of each episode on our YouTube channel. So head over to YouTube.com slash Team Chat Podcast to check that out and subscribe. But because we were talking about this before we started, we are two episodes away. This is episode 198. We are two episodes away from our 200th episode, which is insane. That's Absolutely crazy, bro. Think about when we started this <gasps> humble podcast way back when, and we were all talking about how, like, how, like, will we even have enough to talk about week after week? When will, will we run we out? Even have enough? When will we run out of topics? <laughs> and here we sit now on the eve, nigh on the eve of our two hundredth episode, and we're still going strong. So it's we great. are, in fact, a fortnight. Oh, oh my god, we are one of the <laughs> rare opportunities to be able to use the word Fortnite and have it be true. <laughs> so we would really but also why I bring this up in connection with our YouTube channel is we are sitting at I think 197 subscribers. So it would be really badass if we could hit two hundred or go over. I mean, over would be great before we hit our 200th episode. So we want to hit 200 sweet. and never grow. No, no that's just <laughs> no. it. Just cap it. Just cap we it. We don't want to grow again until 300. <laughs> then we'll have a big push for another 100 subscribers. But no, so that would be great if you could check that out. You give us a subscribe and subscribe to the podcast as well because all that stuff helps us out. You can also find us on social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can join our Discord server. Links for all that are in the description below. And finally, if you're really loving and enjoying what we're creating for you each and every week, you can head over to patreon.com slash team chat podcast, whereas for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show and in return, we'll give you cool perks like getting the episodes early before the general Tuesday release. And at our $5 tier, you get access to team chit chat where we uh, talk about subjects outside of gaming. And it's just kind of a, it's exactly basically the same format of the show. We're just not talking about video games. So we talk about a range of different topics. So far we've talked about sushi go, uh, toxic star Wars fans and, uh, I'm, I know I'm going to say it wrong, so I'll Keep let you say it. Your, hand. your hands off Azokin. Right. A great anime, <laughs> anime. <laughs> a great anime series that is in itself a love letter to anime. I so love we anime. put those, we put those episodes out 
Uh, patrons get a two-week early access to that before it goes public on our YouTube channel. So check all that stuff out. And then if you don't want to do any of that, that's totally fine. We completely understand. But we would also love your support. Like we said earlier, any of the subscribing to the show, leaving us a review on your, the podcast service of your choice, and just telling your friends. All that stuff helps us be bigger and better as well. So we really love and appreciate each and every one of our followers, listeners, subscribers, viewers. Love you all. Hearts. Heart emojis. But before we get into the main topic of the day, which we're going to have a real smorgasbord of topics today to talk about, we're going to get our moment with Mogan to find out what is new and coming out soon. All right. So just in case you missed it, and I bring this up because one of our uh, listeners on the Discord brought it up, uh, Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition mm. was just released on the Switch as of February 20th. Uh, and he liked it so much that I think he mentioned something to the extent of, can a game that came out in 2006 be Game of the Year again? <laughs> I mean, I would say yes, because didn't yeah. Resident Evil 2 Remake get a lot of buzz and put up for like... I'm not Game sure that this stuff? is a full remake, though. Oh, this is okay. just the special edition. Got but he it. says that okay. they did put in some new stuff. So there is apparently like some new content or some mild reworking question mark. Anyways, the point is Devil May Cry 3 is back again. Special edition for the Switch. It's out now. Uh, Tony Stewart's Sprint Car Racing came out for the PC on February 21st. They that are still one. making NASCAR games that are branded Tony Stewart. Does Tony Stewart even race? I don't follow NASCAR. I don't even I don't know even who know. that is. Who is that? He's a, I only know he's a NASCAR driver who drove the Home Depot car sure. at one point in time. Sure, whatever. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind, the DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3, is hitting Xbox One on February 25th. Mega Man, Z Mega Man Zero slash ZX Legacy Collection. God, that's such a mouthful. Comes out on the 25th as well for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Samurai Showdown comes out for the switch on february 25 two point hospital have you seen that that no. looks like kind of a fun game i have no idea what that is uh two point hospital comes out for playstation 4 xbox one and the switch on february 25 uh, on the 27th close to rounding out the end of the month overpass for playstation 4 xbox one switch and pc if that one isn't exclusively about highway overpasses i'm not interested Blood Roots for PlayStation 4, Switch, <laughs> and PC comes out on February 28th. Also on the 28th, we have Metro Redo or Redux. I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh, it's Redux. <laughs> sure, Redux. Comes out for the Switch. So does One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. And then last of the month, Romance of the Three Kingdoms 14 for PlayStation 4 and PC. And that gets us through to March. Nice. So no, Two Point Hospital is like a hospital building management sim. Basically, it's I'm trying to it's I mean, it's kind of like a, a zoo tycoon type game, but for hospitals. But just for hospitals. I watched a, a like a, it's been out on PC for a long time, and a few months back, I actually watched uh, the streamer Ammunition. She was playing it a lot, and so I was watching several of her streams of it. It looked pretty fun, but at the time, I didn't have a PC yet, and so <laughs> that sounds far too specific for my liking. Really, I mean, like, it's kind hospitals. Of like, <laughs> Yeah, you just like build and make have to make your hospital the most uh, you know optimized and efficient that it can be. Is the fun so, thing to do the opposite and I, make it I'm the sure. worst? I mean, it was like hospital. the zoo tycoon where you put the where you put like the deer and the the gazelles in the same cage as the lions and stuff like that. You know, you could oh or roller coaster tycoon where you just like make it launch people off. Ooh, maybe in my hospital I can make it into a roller coaster that just launches patients right out the door <laughs> <laughs> for free. Bye bye. Bye, bye now. Um, 
But yeah, so that one looks pretty fun. I, I would say, if you're thinking about it, it looks like the type of game that I would like on the Switch more than anything. So mm, if anybody's interested, in my opinion, on that, as one who has not played it and only seen it being played, it looks like a Switch game to it's me. It's a valid opinion. Because you can take it, you can take it anywhere. It's like that kind of, it's like Civilization. It's like, it's I a long-standing game. games are great to take oh, on the exactly. go. Exactly. They're endless exactly. entertainment. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So the big news story, though, of last week that we wanted to touch on real quick before we talk to our other things, and it's it's honestly it's one of our big topics of the day, is Animal Crossing fans finally got their long-awaited news and direct from Nintendo Indeed. about more updates and news just about the game in general. Because as we've been seeing on our Discord and in, her tw- in our Twitter feed, our good friend Fuchsia has been bemoaning the lack of news that Nintendo has been giving Animal Crossing fans to of what they can expect to see in the new game. But they finally gave a full-fledged direct. Lots of things were talked about in them, some of which I don't even really know what they are because I'm not a big fan of the game, never played it, except for a little bit of Pocket Camp. But but we still wanted to share some of the bigger announcements from that, and so we're going to refer to a Polygon article sharing those. There's my phone goes. It didn't want to unlock. A um, nicely compiled list. A of nicely compiled new. list of some of the bigger announcements because I have nothing of which to base That's what a big fine. announcement is. <laughs> so it's the biggest announcements from Animal Crossing New Horizons Nintendo Direct by Julia Lee. So the biggest one is you can choose your lay- the layout of your island and hemisphere. You'll have four different options to choose from. You can choose also where in the world it sits so that, you know, seasons will happen at different times of year. And that is very cool. Uh, I mean, the living calendar within the world of Animal Crossing was already amazing. Mm-hmm. But the fact that now geography is going to factor into how that works seasonally and like regionally, I think that's a really fun new feature that I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. So it's I just think that's awesome. I want to make like the fr- Frozen North. I'm going to make Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. But a couple of these I was very interested in because it seems like I was surprised, again, uh, just due to my n- no knowledge at all of the series, that there are certain things like when new villagers come. So it's when it's talking about like when new villagers come to visit, are those controlled by other people or are they villagers that you like bring to your island due to like how well it's doing usually the term villager refers to in-game npcs so the villager creatures that are like cats birds dogs usually it doesn't mean other human players got it okay so that was one of the big updates then is that they will the villagers will no longer be able to just decide where they're going to build a house and build a house wherever yes you can actually determine those spots on the map and that's a really that is a highly in-demand feature um, that I don't think I don't think there's even one Animal Crossing fan who's going to be like boo (laughs) everybody loves that one you know the meme everyone liked that everybody's (laughs) going to like that because you know if you've really master planned your town and I know that Fuchsia is the kind of person that is very capable of doing that Mm -hmm. I never cared because I wasn't a master planner I was like sure sure, move in wherever I don't give a F (laughs) but I know that for many people it is something that is going to be just a lifesaver in terms of you won't have to remake your entire island when somebody new moves in just because they're slightly out of place. You can finally line people up into nice rows and columns. It's going to be amazing. So 
Huzzah. Well, and one similar to that, talking about the geometry and everything, is that you can actually now, according to this article, you can totally change like the layout of, of the island itself and the geography of the island, like change rivers, change hills, like level it out and all this other stuff. You have to get a permit, though, first, which I think is a hilarious thing that you it have is, to do. It's so funny, because like the, city permits. Yeah. Hysterical. Which is, which is really funny that you don't have to do that. Like, that would be a fun thing, I think, in like Stardew Valley. Because you can just build and do whatever. You can go chop people's trees down, go yeah, through their trash true. cans. Like, how funny would that be if you have to get like get permits for all the buildings you have oh, to do that, and I, add to your farm? I love that kind of silly bureaucracy. It's just yeah. like, oh yeah, it I really. Mean, Tom Nook's got to do something. Sometimes it really do be like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's got a rescue service similar to like what we see in Stardew Valley. That's a new thing. So if you don't want to have to, if you get too far away or or lose your way, you can just take this rescue service home. That is interesting in the context of Animal Crossing because your player character never gets tired. Um, you can, in theory, play forever, and you're you never have to sleep. Hmm. You don't eat, so it's not quite like Stardew Valley. Where I wonder you have if something like, like that is then going to be brought in. I kind of doubt it. Also, that would suck. I really hope not. As much as I love Stardew Valley, the health and energy for like the day is one of the things that I could do without. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So uh, up to eight people can be on one island via multiplayer. I think although we already knew that. Okay. That, so that might be an old direct. one. Uh, but four people can play on local mul multiplayer at once. Now that's pretty fun because especially with the announcement. Oh, I actually don't think we've gotten to say it on here yet. So real quick uh, diversion. They did officially announce Nintendo did that there's going to be a pink Nintendo Switch. That's what I was going to talk about when, in the in the, yes. uh, in the intro. When I was like, "No, wait, I'll save that." Yeah, that was yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, the the pink Nintendo Switch Lite. Um, I am. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Because even though I can't quite afford the Animal Crossing New Horizons Special Edition actual Nintendo Switch, have you been console, entering all the giveaways? I've been tagging you no, in. No, I should. I've been tagging you in in giveaways. But anyways, giveaways the point galore. is now I want a pink Switch Lite, so I'm definitely going to get that. For yeah, sure. it looked. It was a fun new color. I yeah. I did like the color. Uh, this is an, a very exciting one. That even I, as the one who doesn't play the game, I was like, that's awesome. Animal Crossing New Leaf and Happy Home Designer Designs will be importable into New Horizons. So I think what they mean by that are, you know, anything that you could have made through QR codes. Right. So like that's the what outfits, they're referring to. Like jacket uh, design is one, yes. one thing that's specifically mentioned in this article. So jacket designs, paths, like you could code your own paths for what to go on the ground. Mm -hmm. It's amazing that all of that work is going to be preservable. Um, and again, that's something that I certainly did not see coming. Mm -hmm. I never would have assumed that it would be something that would make its way into a new Animal Crossing. So that's... That's I, really just great news for long-term fans who have been with it, you know, since the beginning, who have been saving all of their QR codes. There are many blogs dedicated to just, you know, Animal Crossing QR codes for like outfits and stuff. So that's amazing. Well, especially because of the length of time in between uh, New Leaf and New Horizons, like Especially people, yes. I imagine, like Fuchsia, who has spent hours and hours and hours in this game and built up a library of all these different things. To be, to be able to, I'm sure to some extent, starting New Horizons is exciting, but also you're like, but I have none of my stuff. Yeah. You know, and so, exactly. So but to be able to bring in some of your favorite items, that, that's a really cool feature, just to, it, just to maintain the quality of life and, and playability of these games. I unfortunately don't know the name of it off the top of my head, but Fuchsia did have, maybe even still has for a long time, uh, one of the better known Animal Crossing blogs on Tumblr mm -hmm. uh, for, you know, like home design, 
I, I, I want to say island, but I know that's not it. Town! I couldn't think of the word. I was like, what did they call it before New Horizons? Before you're on an island. <laughs> yeah, just Gilligan. Animal Crossing New Leaf stuff. So unfortunately, can't remember it right now. But everybody check out Fuchsia Rascal because she's amazing. Animal Crossing, yay. Which she does. Uh, obviously, since she has been waiting so much for the news, she does have a, a React video of her watching the Direct. So go check that out. We'll link that below in all of our stuff yes. so you can go watch that and enjoy that video because it's great. So She also streams a lot of Right, a lot of Animal Crossing. So, so check her out on Twitch too, especially when this game comes out and you're like, I'm not going to play it yet, but you know, I want to see somebody who loves it and enjoys it. Check out Fuchsia Plays on yeah. Twitch. So uh, the other big one is, and this is another thing that I was like, how is this not a thing before? Randoms, random players can't come in and edit your island. You can select what oh, happens. Oh, that's amazing because back in day <laughs> i mean it never happened to me because i was never the type of person to play animal crossing yeah. in an online format i really only did that a select handful of times to get very specific things and it was one of the rare instances where i like joined a forum and like found a specific player and then we traded some stuff uh, but normally i never really did that mm -hmm. so i didn't encounter this myself but people could in theory come into your town if you left your gate open they could come into your town and just wreck shop like they could cut down your trees they could dig up your plants they could steal your shit which is so it weird that that's crazy. a that was allowed yeah it was just wild so uh the fact that that's no longer an option is much welcome news really all of this is just great news right so it says in the article you'll be able to choose who can chop down trees or edit your island so while your friends will be able to help you out random people won't be able to aid won't be able to ruin your home so you can still make like allowable people who can do things and the running theme here um that i think is just something that i deeply appreciate is so much of the, the these new updates are at least appear to be in direct response to community feedback because these are things that people have been like ideal animal crossing mm -hmm. wish list items for the future so it's nice to see that these are actually coming to fruition as things that the community has wanted for so long and it's finally being delivered on so kudos. well and maybe too that's why it's taken so long for them to be able to give news about what to expect because they've still been trying to work in all these different things and be able and make sure that they're going to actually be viable in the game so maybe that's part of the reason for why it's been slightly quiet that I don't know. And also I don't care. <laughs> right. Just, just trying to think because yeah, it has what seemed I, what odd. I'm talking about is the lapse from the last game. Right. 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 I, I'm just saying, because I agree with, all, even though I'm not a, a fan of the series, really, I do agree with all people like it's almost out. I and mean, you have basically heard nothing for something that is somewhat of a, a tentpole game on especially from the ds days and everything and wanting to move it over to here and so it was always very interesting They're like yeah they really are being so quiet yet we get a whole huge direct to say here are new fire emblem heroes for smash brothers well they you know? always do those. but i know but That's still it's just like for the course um but then so the other big thing is that there will be free updates and we'll add which will add holiday events and things well, that's something that they did in New Leaf and in Pocket Camp, so that's exciting. Cool, that they're keeping that up. Yes. So the point is, Animal Crossing New Horizons always was going to be, and still is going to be, the best game of the 2020s, period. And I gotta say... <laughs> it's gonna I, be the game of the decade. I've talked about it on our Discord a little bit and shared some things, but I love how much the Doom fans 
and Animal Crossing fans are how much fun they're having with each other sharing that release day. Can like you... on Twitter, when Nintendo announced that there was going to be the direct, Doom, the Doom account responded and, and asked, is Isabel going to be there? So it's like they're, they're totally hamming it up with these two polar opposite games. And I love it. It's one of the great things. Like video games cross all back. I think it would be so cute. I know they're not going to do it, but I think it would be so cute if just on day one, like if they had a tiny little Doom guy visitor to your island. Okay. So that would totally work because let me see if I could find if I can find this. Um, like if he were just walking around, and you were like, "Hey, I'm here to visit. Not going to shoot anybody. <laughs> just having a good time." Because one of the things you could find in the Doom, I cannot type. Um, that one of the things you could find in uh, Doom 2016 were these little Doom guy dolls that were hidden throughout the world, and you could go find them. So, like, that would totally fit Oh yeah, it as, like, does. a little villager in Animal Crossing. Like, a limited time yeah. dude. Yeah. That would totally work, right? They would have to make him a little cuter. A little cuter. He's not quite as cute as he could be, but... Right, but I still. I would love it if they gave him, like, a tiny Hawaiian shirt just straight over his over armor. His just armor. over the armor. <laughs> I, I've also that seen, like, some so great funny. examples of some fan art of, like, Isabel in hell with the Doom Slayer, like, fighting stuff and just looking like she's having a blast. Having a great time. Isabel uh, has a tough job. She she has to really wrangle you and everybody else into some sense of order. And really, she seems to have no help. <laughs> Poor Isabel. But she's a strong fighter, as shown she in is. Super Smash Brothers. That's true. she kicks some serious ass. Yeah. yeah. She really does. Good job, Isabel. Good job, Isabel. We're all proud exactly. of you. And in Mario Kart. Isabel oh, that's has right. She is in Mario jobs. Kart. Yeah, man. She's busy. She's a busy little pup. She's a lady about town. Yeah. <laughs> So one of the other things we wanted to talk about is that I did, after listening to Mogan's first impressions, where she talked about Remedy Entertainment's Control uh, that came out last year and how she started playing it and loving it, and her her my, first impressions... Did my selling it to you oh work? Oh, God. It sold, it sold me immediately. I was Hire like, I need, to play this, I need to play this game because it sounds so awesome. So I did go out and buy it. it. Took me a little bit to get around to it because I did want to take your suggestion of playing it at night. So I've been playing it. Isn't it dark? It's dark, but it's also the perfect game to play at night. It really is. So, you know, we're going to, so we started, so I started it finally, and I got to say, it is living up to what you were saying it is. It's so cool. Good to hear. Like, it's, I love the feel of it. I love, I love for one, the colors of it. Like, it's dark, dull grays, except there will be these parts with like really intense reds, and I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, And so far, I've, like, the only thing that I've been like, oh, that's annoying. The is walking like, speed. Oh no, that hasn't oh. bugged me out. Bugged me out at all. <laughs> You're I felt, too fast. I felt like it's appropriate. No. And then I loved like the speed of the, the like all the mechanics, all the controls feel so smooth, smooth. They feel so smooth, so fluid. I really enjoy how it feels. The only thing is like when you sometimes will like go into photo mode and then oh, try to. I haven't even tried the photo mode. I have. I haven't found a good time to really mess with it yet. Oh. But like it's one, it allows full manipulation of the camera and stuff. I didn't you can get even some sweet think images. To try it. But so sometimes when you exit out of that, it has like a quick like stutter and like kind of like freaks out a little bit. Then it like realigns itself. And sometimes I've seen that too when I exit the main menu. But that's like the only thing that I've noticed that like has stood out as being like a a bug. The or kind of buggy. The combat is so fun. It is very fun. I've started unlocking a few of the different abilities you get outside nice. of using your weapon, and it is 
they are so rewarding to use. Can I just say, this isn't a super spoiler because I'm not going to mention what it is, but the second object of power being I just like, found that. oh my God, it was so funny. Yeah, I, was I was like, like really? This is what it is. <laughs> this is what it is. Okay, cool. And here it is blasting me to smithereens. Oh, I was dying. But then I love, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of a different one, but no, you're right. I know yes. it. Because that was actually... So I'm, I actually found... Because the first one is your gun. Right. And then the second, second one... Second one, yeah, is that is this certain object and that... And we're being vague on purpose. Right. We don't want to spoil it because we are going to... Once we both finish the game, we're going to do like a full roundup. But like I just wanted to ju- touch on it a little bit just to be like, oh man, uh, talk, to also agree and, and double up on everything Mogan was saying about how good this game was. But yeah, um, so I found... So there's objects of power and what's the... What's the... There's the AW... Okay. Oh, altered world events. Altered world events. Okay, AWEs. So AWEs. And then there's the objects of power, the oops. Oops. As Dr. <laughs> Darling calls them in the videos, which I do love that there's the videos because that's what the other thing, other than the coloration and everything, I love that it feels like Cold War 1960s really government does. facility. It feels exactly like that. Um, and it still manages to have like a certain level of humor and charm to it. Oh, yeah. Like Dr. Casper Darling, I'm like, he's so cute and yeah, funny and he's silly. Fun. He's I a like fun how guy. He just kind of seems like this, this is like nerdy dude who like really enjoys all like really discussing the science of he's all these weird objects you find. to be here. Yeah. But I love how it incorporates real footage like in those videos. And even when you have the memories of the previous director and in your head and how it's it's like it's obviously real footage of him like that actor like smoking smoking cigarette like taking off his glasses and doing all these different movements i love that incorporation of real with the computer generated imagery of the game and so that's been really cool surprising how it seems to not take you out of it oh it doesn't like they did the integration of the live footage with the in-game footage really well well also i think because the in-game footage or the in-game graphics the are graphics outstanding, are amazing, especially They're really good. I will say the only one that seemed off to me is the Emily Pope character. Sometimes her smile is way too big. Yes, yes, her mouth is a little too big. Exactly sometimes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like sometimes her face is just like her mouth is going to split apart. Yes, and she's like going to wind smile. up being like a predator. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how it's like he's like splits <laughs> because of the scars. I was and thinking that. more of like the aliens. Yeah, how they, like, yeah, 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 Their yeah. jaw and then a smaller oh. head comes out. Yeah, that's been the only animation. I'm like, ooh, oh, tone that down a little bit. But other than that, like Jesse Faden, her her facial expressions and. everything everything have been great the and just in the normal conversation her acting is great uh, courtney hope i believe is who plays her and she's been fantastic as, as jesse it's just all of it is just like hit, hitting every check mark of, of greatness yes. that i enjoy in games and it's been a blast i have gotten past in terms of so you kind of know where i'm at i've gotten past the first what i would call boss good Oh yes, okay. I know what you're talking about. I actually died a lot on that. I did one. too. That I'm was the first lie. time I died. Though, was yeah. when I was fighting yeah, that boss. I died. I want to say maybe five to seven times. Yes, yeah. because I was just really struggle bussing with um, a hitting the target. Very difficult to hit. <laughs> so we'll just very vaguely describe the first boss of the game is more or less a person, but it's airborne. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to shoot at something that flies, that launches incredibly damaging projectiles at you, and then also has little minions on the ground mm-hmm. that shoot at you as well. So what strategy did you use to get around him? Honestly, I, you know, there are those like center, those like, uh, like the planters. Planters, yes. yeah, in the middle. I basically hit around those, and then I started, and I, I dodged there until I got the boss about halfway down on its health, and then I would run, I ran 
up the stairs mm. and was kind of in the upstairs area because then you're on a more even plane with yes. it and not trying to shoot up at it. Uh, but again, I just love how fun the combat feels because it's honestly, if you took how it feels to me so far, and I'm sure as I, as I unlock more things, it might feel even more to me like this. But how it feels to me so far is basically if you took the force abilities of Jedi Fallen Order and instead of using a lightsaber, you used a gun. And yes. I'm all about it. It's so good because I love the combos of how you can use the first slight spoiler here, but the first ability you unlock is to be able to pick up and launch projectiles. Yeah, you get telekinesis. Telekinesis. Basically. And that pairing that with how you're with your gun attacks and then the different forms the gun itself can take and the different attacks it can have. So rewarding figuring out how to mix and match those to the best of your ability to have the maximum amount of impact against your enemies. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. It's amazing. Indeed. So I have to say, I'm all in on this game. It's incredible. Can't wait to to get through it all so we can have it, a really big, super in-depth yes. in discussion on because it's, it's going to be, be great. But what's another game, though? You were telling me that you had another one that you started, yes. that you jumped into. That so... is. That it seems that's another one I've been very curious about. So I'm excited to hear what you had to say on this one too. So it was up in the air between I got two recommendations from friend and listener of the show and Canadian, so local Canada expert, um, <laughs> Ark, who oh, yes. I one of my old old friends from my Splatoon one days. Uh, she just recommended me two games. The first was Tangle Tower, which I actually wanted to get more mm. because it was pitched to me by Ark as like a um, kind of a search and find but not quite like detective style game point and click that's oh, what okay. i'm looking for yeah. like a point and click detective style mystery adventure mm -hmm. which i love those kinds of games we haven't gotten to talk about it recently but the nancy drew pc mystery adventure games yep. are still some of the best ones out there so i am all about that point and click mystery adventure so i really wanted to pick up tangle tower but arc said that she got it on a 75 percent off sale on the nintendo like online store mm -hmm. so i was like oh man maybe it's still on sale and i went and looked and it was not oh, no. and it's not expensive it's only 20 bucks but i was still like ugh, 20 dollars could have got it on the sale that's you know, so yeah. many waffles <laughs> so then arc was like oh well how about instead if you play unraveled 2 which is also on sale and I don't know if it still is at this time, but if it is, I really hope you'll pick it up. Uh, Unravel 2, I think it's the same price. I think it's 20 bucks. I believe it is. Because on the 75% off sale, it was only $5. Oh, yeah. So for $5 and even $20, it is more than worth the cost. Uh, Unravel 2, to give you a very like broad breakdown of what it is, is a... And I'm putting this very loosely co-op mm -hmm. puzzle platformer. So the premise, if you've never heard of Unraveled before, if you don't really know anything about it, uh, the first Unraveled and Unraveled 2 are both about yarn creatures that are just kind of out in the wild, just alive. So Yarny is like a little red yarn doll. It's maybe like yay big mm -hmm. in real world stature. And he's just a little dude all made of yarn. Also, it's not really a he. I'm just going to say he. It's neither a he nor a she nor an it it's just a creature uh so yarny has like a little trident shaped head he's got like this little pronged head and he's got these big like bulbous white yarn eyes and he's very silly and in unraveled 2 he is joined by your basically other co-op person so the game can be played either single player or multiplayer okay so if you have two people one of you gets to control each of the yarnies but if you're one person you can switch back and forth between them oh cool which is actually a very uh both strategic 
and easy to use system. I was worried about how it might feel if you're a single player person playing the game, but mm-hmm. it, it's done very well. Uh, but you are joined by Bluey. I don't know what we're going to call it. Sure. <laughs> there's Yarny's this, red, right? Yarny is red, and then there's a second yarn creature that joins uh, Yarny in the very beginning of the game uh, that's just blue, but also all made of yarn. Mm-hmm. Maybe it actually has a name, and I don't know about it, so let me check some facts real quick. So Unraveled 2, this is from Wikipedia, is a puzzle platformer video game developed by Swedish studio Coldwood Interactive. The Swedes! Nice. I don't know if you remember, but the Swedish guy that came out to promo Unraveled Two at E3, I think maybe a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, yeah. He was so adorable and like so jazzed about Yarny, and he had a tiny little Yarny with him, and his English was okay, but not great. And everybody was like, "We love you, Swedish man." Well, wasn't it also? Wasn't it also like they announced it? Wasn't it an announced and release? Yeah, it was. So like they announced it, and it was out. And this is one of those rare games happens. published by Electronic Arts. That is good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, EA. But it's probably because it's from Sweden and not from EA, technically. Uh, So it was released back in 2018 for Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, and now for the Switch as well. So you can really get it on any platform. So the game is centered around two Yarnies, small anthropomorphic creatures made of yarn. Uh, And this is the direct sequel to Unraveled 1, which came out back in 2016. Uh, So it looks like the other Yarnie does not have a name. There's just Red Yarny and Blue Yarny. So it is, in fact, going to be Bluey and Yarny from now on. So the game is... It very much in feel and atmosphere reminds me thematically of Pikmin, ah, which you know how much I fan. love Pikmin. And I think a lot of that has to do with A, the cuteness factor, and B, the scale. Because Yarny is little, you know, he's probably like in-game shorter than this cup of coffee that I'm looking at here. So Yarny's real small. Uh, both of the Yarnies are. What if one of the Yarnies was huge? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Just ride on my Just back. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. No, uh, the Yarnies are tiny, uh, but they are in a real-life scale world. So in comparison to the world around them, they are tiny, and they have to you know, really uh, conquer a lot of hurdles just in terms of we are small and the world around us is very big. So how do you get around? How do you make progress? Uh, what the story is of Unraveled 2, I kind of won't really touch on because it's such a charming game. I don't. It's not also like story heavy it's a puzzle platformer it's mostly for the gameplay um, right but it does have something going on there but the premise of unravel 2 is yarny was on a boat <laughs> and i want everyone in their heads right now to imagine the lonely island song i'm on a boat and yeah, then you just imagine imagine yarny on the boat <laughs> but there's a storm at sea and yarny gets knocked off of the ship that oh, no. he was on And he's just floating out around in the water and he washes up on shore of an island. Uh, And that's when he comes across like the wreckage of the ship, I guess. I guess their whole boat went down. It didn't show it, but you assume it happens. Yeah. Uh, And then out of like a little suitcase comes Bluey and you're like, hey there, Bluey. How fortuitous of us to both be on the same ship. Which, by the way, you can actually change your yarn people's colors from the main menu. Oh, that's cool. So if you did want to change them, you can. I will say that most of the other colors are not as cute as the primary blue and red. Uh, there's like white, there's a couple of different greens, there's a bright yellow, there's black. Nice. Who wants to play a black Yardie? I play as black Shy Guy in Mario Kart. That's different. Those are Shy Guys. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> 
uh, but that's neither here nor there. It doesn't really matter. It's just for fun. Um, but the game itself, you are the two Yarnies, and you're really just trying to get around in the world. So when you meet other Yarny, it does appear to be like their first ever meeting, mm-hmm. and both of their threads have been cut. So they're like, oh man, I've got a loose end. Oh, well, I've got a loose end. And then this, like, I guess it's just kind of the the interface's way of guiding you through the tutorial, at least. There's like this little kind of star thing. It kind of looks like just a little pixie or a falling star, just a little sparkly thing that kind of hovers around and helps you out with stuff sometimes. Um, it's also the indicator of which of you is in control. So the star kind of like circles over you both and it's like, oh, I'm here to help you. It doesn't speak, by the way, but it's like, I'm going to help you. Listen. And it merges your two threads together. So All of the style of the Navi from Avatar. Sure. Isn't that how they like... Get it on. So they like have no, long, in that case, it. no. Shame on you. That is not how it happens. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Avatar, in the movie, I'm pretty sure that's how it happens. Avatar sucks. <laughs> the well, o- I'm glad we agree on the that point. The only good Avatar <laughs> is I remembered about it. One of these days on Team Chit Chat, we will talk about the greatness of uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, and then on the next one, we can talk about how much Avatar the movie. Yeah, I was talking about sucks. Avatar the James Cameron yeah, movie, not Avatar the Last no, Airbender. No, gross. So no, that's not what. And happens. I think I totally messed up the name because I. Just just said that, hey, listen, they are not the Navi, because that's not the little that's floating That's from orb. Ocarina of exactly. Time. I got it mixed you up. You psycho. <laughs> I got it mixed up. But anyway. Anyways. So the creatures, they, the, they tie their ponytails together, and that's like how they're like, yeah. Anyways, these are not ponytails. It's just stray ends of their yarn. <laughs> so I'm anyways, sorry. their yarn gets fused together. So now they are literally joined at the yarn. So they are physically together now, uh, and you can actually merge them into one creature or control them as two creatures. And this is what's actually really fascinating and where a lot of the game's uh, complexity comes into play. Because if you are controlling Red Yarny and you're running around and you get to a gap that is too big for you to naturally jump across, you're like, well, how am I going to get over there? You can have Blue Yarny kind of jump off the edge and then it hangs on the rope that connects you both. And then you can have Blue Yarny swing back and forth up over the other ledge. And then you can go and control Blue Yarny and have Red Yarny do the same and then they join back up. That's cool. So it's really complicated actually. And the amount of stuff that you can do as either a single Yarny or as both Yarnies is fascinating. The way that the game helps you out in terms of being able to move from one one locale to the next quickly because you can only control one yarny at a time the other yarny that you're not controlling does not automatically follow you mm. like if you're a red yarny blue yarny just chills like it will do whatever you have set it to do at the time so if you have it hanging on to something if you have it in the process of making something and then you leave that yarny to go control the other one the one that you just left will stay exactly where it was, which mm, is very okay. strategic. But that means that if you've already completed the puzzle and you're just trying to run up the hill, you're like, well, how's Blue Yarn going to come with me? It's adorable how the game does it. You basically just stand them real close next to each other and hold down the X button. And one of the Yarnies will basically just jump onto, get to, onto the other one's back. And for a brief moment, they look like separate creatures 
and then they just slowly merge into one multicolored yarny. Oh, that's and cool. And it's fascinating because you can actually kind of see how they're still separate creatures, yeah. but they're like fused together and you're like, this is both horrifying and adorable. That's fun. That's really <laughs> and, cool. And then when you want to uh, split them back up, you just hit X again and they kind of hop back into being separate like, creatures. Wow, and back. it's like, wow, that's both terrifying and adorable. So it's really complicated in how you can traverse the world because in addition to being able to control two yarnies, being able to swing, you can also use your yarn as a lasso. So in the game, there are various points on which I want to call them grapple points because mm -hmm. that's how they are in the Metroid series. I mean, that makes sense. That's basically what yeah. they are. So anytime you see like a little, very slightly um, knotted area, uh, that's how the game indicates, oh, that's a grapple point. Mm. So you can grapple onto things, swing around, or you can grapple onto things and pull. So there's all kinds of stuff you can do with being able to push around different objects in the environment, leaving one yarny pushing something so that it stays in place while the other one goes and uses that object to get to another thing, to unlock the other thing, to get both of the yarnies to the end goal, blah, blah, blah. You're nice. getting the gist. Yeah. So the idea is really that you are just traversing environmental puzzles and how do you get from point A to point B with both yarnies intact and together in friendship. And that's Unraveled too. Awesome. And that's really kind of all I want to say about it without like giving massive stuff away. Right. The soundtrack is really cute. Um, it's not, you know, bombastic. That's not the kind of game that Unraveled right, 2 right. is. It's kind of much more mellow. It's a very relaxing game. Uh, and I will say that there are seven main levels, I guess I want to say. There are seven main levels. I've only finished, I think, up to the second one at this point. Mm -hmm. But there are a ton of of bonus levels on top oh, of that. Cool. And I know that because of the start screen. It's yeah. like, oh, you're on blank out of seven main levels. Oh, but there's 20 bonus levels. Oh, nice. So there's a crap ton of bonus levels. And it says I've already collected two collectible items. I don't know what they are. I'm like, are you sure maybe I've collected? Maybe each counts as Yeah, well. maybe the Yarnies count. Because I'm like, I don't think I collected anything. That doesn't sound familiar. Uh, so I actually don't know what the collectibles are yet. But apparently I have a few. So there's stuff to collect. There are many different levels. The soundtrack is great. The graphics are amazing. Mm -hmm. I was actually really surprised. Even though I had seen trailers of the game before. Um, and this is even on the Switch. Which arguably isn't the most powerful engine to play games on. Uh, even on the Switch, the game looks looks and plays very smoothly. Uh, the graphics are really well done. The yarnies look very tactile. You know, they look like if you reached out and touched them, they would be all fuzzy and yarny. Mm -hmm. uh, the world is at least in the beginning, really dark in terms of color scheme because you're partially underground. Ah. So I don't know if that continues for all of it. Uh, I feel like I've seen no, parts that doesn't. are like in a forest. Yeah, maybe. it doesn't because I actually just recently got to a part that is above ground. Oh, cool. So you're not underground for the whole thing. Don't worry about that if that's your first impression. Uh, but I think that also helped add on to the Pikmin style feel for me because mm -hmm. a lot of Pikmin 2 takes place underground. So I was like, <gasps> it's just like Pikmin. Really, if Pikmin and the Yarnies could just fuse together and make yarn Pikmin? Oh my god. Yarns. Can you imagine? Pick yarns. Yarnmen? Yeah, Yarnmen. Yeah. That's better. <laughs> there we go. Yarnmen. <laughs> I just want a hundred Yarnmen that look like tiny purple Pikmin. Oh, that would be the dream. That's the dream right there, Nintendo. Get I do know it. that the collectible 
collector's edition of Unravel 2 comes with a I Yarny know, plush. comes with a Yarny. I would kill for a Yarny. I'm pretty sure they're pretty, like, I feel like I still see them at Best Buys for, like, really cheap. I really like the blue Yarny, though, because it has, like, a little horned, just, uh, bi-pronged uh-huh. head, which looks very much like the Hollow Knight. Oh, so yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, my God, it looks just like Hollow Knight. <laughs> So I really want the uh, the bluey bluey. Nice. <laughs> anyway, so the point is, Unravel Two is fantastic. It is an ultra charming game. If you had two people, I'm sure it would be a little bit more chaotic and therefore more fun. But even if you don't have two people to play it, it still works really well as a single player game. It's only twenty bucks, I think. For the love of the Swedes, go out and buy it. They need help? Question mark. If you want to unravel three, I actually think they're doing fine. I don't think they need that. Would be a fun one (laughs) since it's a big co op like that for us to do like a let's play of at some point. Oh, that would be really fun. Yeah, we should do that. We should should schedule that and make that happen. I want to just uh, you hate puzzles, but I like games like that. I'll be in charge, I'll be ready. Yeah, that's fine. I'll be bluey. I don't care. Uh, but uh, I do want to just say, took a quick aside, did some research, and I was correct. The the uh, the alien race in Avatar are called the Navi, but it's in a apostrophe VI. That's so stupid. They ripped off <laughs> Ocarina of Time. That's very stupid. Avatar by James Cameron specifically sucks. Yeah, I was not a fan. No. Was anybody? I mean, it's like one of the like... highest grossing movies of all time, so yes. But then but how much have you heard from it since? I still see find a couple of people who are like, I love that movie. Really? Yeah. Names won't be mentioned to protect the guilty. <laughs> we, should, we should make a call-out video. <laughs> Calling out <all laughs> We're going to publicly drag oh, you. Oh, man. <laughs> Welcome to Team, team Chat Roast. <laughs> <laughs> another, another side show that we do in, the t- in association with Team Chit Chat, a subsidiary, subsidiary, subsidiary of, of team, 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 team Chat Podcast. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, man. Well, that sounds super fun. I It's one that I, I remember watching it at E3 and being like, that looks fun. Because I thought the original Unravel looked fun, too. Just ones I never got, I haven't got around to yet. So, yeah, we should definitely try to figure out some way to like play them together. But Does it do online you. or is it only... Uh, Unknown. Unknown. I know that it has online features because EA's privacy policy was like, blah, blah, online. And I was like, skip, agree, yeah. don't care. <laughs> I don't you know. I don't know what those are. Uh, I'm not, I actually kind of don't. I don't know. I yeah. don't know if it's online. It's got single pl- uh, couch co-ops. So that's yes. fun. But the um, point is, thank you to Ark for the suggestion because I am really enjoying it so far. Nice. And for $5, more than worth it. Very nice. Well, that's pretty much all the things that we were going to talk about today. And so if you have any other thoughts and opinions on the news from Animal Crossing New Horizon Direct, let us know. If you are Watch. also playing Control, let us know. Watch Fuchsia's uh, reaction to the Direct as well so you can see her thoughts and opinions on it and follow her streams and, and Twitter so you can get more Animal Crossing goodness more than you, what you would get here, to be honest. And so, someday, when and Animal Crossing New Horizons is out, you can look at her dr- Dreamtowns, question mark. That's mm-hmm. how it was in New Leaf. I don't know if that's how it's going to be this time. Uh, but you can look to her as inspiration, inspiration. inspiration for how you can someday maybe live your island life, even though you know it won't be as good. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, if you've played Control or Unravel 2, we would love to hear your thoughts on those games as well. But before we go, we do have to do our soundtrack spotlight, which is not going to be from any of those games, Mogan pr- found a, another uh, great track for us to share. I just really wanted to do this one because we haven't gotten a chance to do it yet, and I just beat Valkana 
in Monster Hunter World. So uh, in Iceborne, Velkana is one of the, it is like the title character of mm-hmm. Iceborne. So it's a big ice dragon. Oh, so are you done done then with Iceborne? No. There's still a ton of other stuff that oh, I okay. haven't gotten to do that's post-Velkana. But I've beaten Velkana now, so I really wanted to highlight Velkana's theme. So this is just called Velkana's theme. Uh, I know that I just had all of this stuff pulled up. So the composer, depending on which one it was, there are a couple of different people. Uh, may or may not be Akihiko Narita, but there are a few other people that also worked on the soundtrack. We'll credit them all. Such as, yeah, we'll credit them all. Anyway, so it might be Akihito Narita. Very Maybe. cool. But this Belkana's is Belkana's theme. theme for Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Ooh, so in sync. I loved it. So listen to that after the close of the episode, which is pretty much now. So until next time, everybody, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogan. Sayonara. Sayonara to you as well. We will see you next week for another fun gaming topic. Stick around for the song. (laughs) 